my mom grew up in that area. Mm -hmm. So she went to, like, everybody from Germantown, parents either grew up together and their kids grew up together. They so. either was friends or foes. Exactly. That's what's crazy yep. because in Germantown, they grew up fighting. Like fist fighting, like Literally. The girls used to fight. Literally, oh I like, know. My mom used to. Women, my mom used to get shit in back in the day. From one of them blocks of neighbors that everybody know them bitches fight. My mom from us, uh, so my mom is from. She from North Philly. It's like her grandma, my great grandma Bernice passed away years ago, but she had thirteen kids. So I come from a big ass family. So her thirteen kids, they in this motherfucking. Big ass house, you know them houses where Roosevelt High School, like the middle yeah, school, is big as shit. My grandma literally live in that big ass duplex house on the corner. Mm -hmm. Everybody know us from knowing like, oh, that's Miss Barney's grandkids and shit. Mm -hmm. And then we grew up, and it was just like, you know, but her biggest fuck. I was asking your family last name because my family's so fucking big. <laughs> Make sure we ain't related. No, we probably is cousins. <laughs> your last name Rice. Yep. You know Malik Rice. No. Y'all probably cousins and don't know me. All of us is, literally be related and don't know. They thought that um, they used to think Maurice Rice was my cousin, and um, we haven't found any relate. They don't come to family reunions if they are. Okay. <laughs> It'd be no, like you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This is Sippin' with Sammy. I am Sippin' with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't sippin' with Sammy, you ain't sippin' right. Please get your fucking life together. It'll be 2023 already. You wouldn't have had a shot yet. I'm in here with my special guest, Nisa. What's happening? What's up, bro? How you feeling? I'm here, man. You definitely here. Finally made it to the city to come fuck with you. Made it to the city. Now, let's speak on that. Because <laughs> Nisa's from here. But left here a while ago, and we'll get to that, to do bigger things or, or, or different things to pursue other um Other ventures. Other ventures yeah. in ATL. So you've been gone. I actually have had you on the platform before mm -hmm. from Atlanta. Yeah. But then we scrapped that and said, we're going to do it in person. Do it in person. And it was a great interview, too. But the, the, it was the, fine. The person okay. is going to be even better. But um, yeah, how are you? You good? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. good. Explain to the people a little bit about who Nisa is and what it is that you do. So, hey, everybody. I'm Nisa. <laughs> I used to be Nisa Philly. I'm Nisa Pretty Brown Skin Poppin'. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I've been around for a minute. Um, I've been in Atlanta for five years mm -hmm. now. Five years. This year, hit five years. Mm -hmm. um, prior to moving to Atlanta, I had won Philly Hip Hop Award for Best New Female Rapper. Talk that shit. Um, I was doing my motherfucking thing. Shout out to Mo Gates at Heat Factory. Yeah. Uh, definitely was a Heat Factory artist, and we had a movement. We had shit like popping. It was lit. So, yeah. And in the middle of all that, you left. Now, did the um, <laughs> did the achievement? I'm not trying to be smart. The achievement of the Philly Hip Hop Award was that part of it? Was that like? Did that give you an opportunity because of that recognition, or did that give you an idea because? I think all the other opportunities that was presented around me made Philly hip hop fuck with me. Cause okay. I was like, um, so I literally, um, I'm my fault. I literally started so in Philly, of course, we grow up just rapping on our blocks and shit. I started with the niggas in my neighborhood. Like, shout out to Pusha Feek. That's like my brother. One of the niggas that took me to the studio. Shout out to everybody from like 17th Street, Area F. Like, I fucks with y'all. 
Dope. I grew I'm from Brickyard. I grew up in like Brickyard, Nice Town, Erie Avenue. It's all down the street from each other. Right. Everybody know Germantown separated by hoods. But it literally, is. and it's hard to identify. It's hard to identify if you don't walk those streets. Yep. Period. Exactly. It is because Germantown Avenue was one straight shot. Mm-hmm. And it literally goes all the way up to where you from in my area. Exactly. And it's just chopping different hoods. So yep. Yep. I grew up like, you know, all throughout Germantown. That's, you know, I believe Germantown. Shout out to the yard. Shout out to Nice Town. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the whole motherfucking North Philly. Like, you know, Word. it's been around. Um, so I was just out here, you know, making noise. I started going to, um, I did a cipher for Chalk, uh, Suwon Will Exposure. Mm-hmm. And um, she from her. Southwest. Mm-hmm. So every time she had time, she'd be like, you know, pull up. I started meeting Southwest niggas. I bumped into my dad, old bros and shit. My daddy DJ, shout out to my daddy. DJ Razor, my dad a DJ. Um, so my dad was stamped in mm-hmm. with people, and these motherfuckers like, oh yeah, oh, this Razor daughter, this Razor, I, I know you. So they like, nah, you family. So they Your made dad sure. Your name is DJ Razor. DJ Razor. Your dad has the best DJ name, one of the best DJ names ever. <laughs> DJ but, Razor. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so um, DJ Razor, that's my dad. Uh, mm-hmm. he was friends with Dame, aka Sunny Black. Okay. And mm-hmm. um, Ice the Super. Mm-hmm. And those was his, you know, his homies and shit. So like, oh, you feel me? They're my uncles. They're my, they my music family, but they like mm-hmm. really real lives. Like my motherfucking, they my uncles. Yeah. I love them. I can call them for advice, anything. And they, they recognized you off the gate. Like that's. They molded me. So they been around you, around you. Yeah. yeah. So they definitely. They molded then. me. They built me to like literally all the shit that I started to deal with in this industry. They literally fucking boosted me for that when I was nobody. Like, oh, motherfucker, you about to be something. So. Mm-hmm. This is shit that's gonna come along with shit. This how you handle shit. This, this how you, you do this. This how you do that. Exactly. No, mm-hmm. I ain't listen to them at first though. We we don't listen sometimes. I used to get rowdy with my. I used to be crazy. I was about to. That's why I looked I used at to be you. Fucking. I was trying to figure out which <laughs> ways did you not listen. You was out here turning up. I was turning up. I used to be crazy. I used to be. I used to be one of them bitches on Instagram like. This motherfucker ain't finished my artwork. Fuck this nigga. He took my money and now I'm airing you out. I was one of them. <laughs> meet y'all all the time man i was one of them however i'm telling you when i moved to atlanta minus the grind with the growth personal growth mm-hmm. stored in me mm-hmm. i learned what they react to mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but before Choose we from battles. philly we react to every motherfucker thing motherfuckers up on your foot when an accident we ready to go ham mm-hmm. even if they apologize we still like mother you still stuff on my but, in but Atlanta, it even starts before different. that with us. Yeah. We already, we don't have an inviting face or an inviting mentality when we come across people, even before fact. they do something to us. I remember going to college and I was in Baltimore. I'm out there with New York, DC, Baltimore. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The whole A bunch of motherfuckers that, that, that come from tough neighborhoods. Yeah. And they like, why y'all Philly niggas always mugging? Why y'all so evil? Why y'all be like that? Chicago Why niggas even say fighting? that shit about us. Yeah. And, and they shot at. And I know Chicago <laughs> niggas, they even say it too. It just wasn't as many Chicago. So I wasn't mm-hmm. going to say it like, but I'm talking about in numbers. Yeah. You definitely had a bunch of people from these places and they all had the same. It's like they had to get to know you to realize you was cool. Yeah. Because their assumption was this motherfucker on some we shit. We had like this show on us. We really the coolest motherfuckers. We the smoothest motherfuckers. Philly swag. And we get along in, with Chicago famously. Philly swag is all over America. Mm-hmm. Everybody's saying join. Mm-hmm. We made join. I'm saying join since the second grade. We done designed like, what a beard is supposed to look like. If exactly. Black. We got our own sandwich. <laughs> we got our own sandwich when we go to other cities and states. Like yeah. how we it be says, like, let me get a cheesesteak. Cheese exactly. Or but when you cheese. go somewhere like a restaurant, they be like, 
Oh yeah, let me get a Philly, but it ain't our Philly. Mm -hmm. It ain't our cheesesteaks. But if that's what y'all do, that's what y'all do. But we still got a sandwich named Told after us. Just in B-more, right? So <laughs> yeah. Sunday come up, football room. They like, I'm like, yo, I'm trying to get something to eat. I'm starving. We done party. Went to five spots last night. Like, I just want to eat before we get on the road. Lit. Let me you see. You know what I'm like. saying? And so they like, all right, cool. We can go to the bars by um down Fells Point. Fells Point is on the other side of the stadium. It's 30 bars. All of them are showing the games, right? They like, we're gonna go to the Eagles bar. Like the Eagles not playing today. They like it's cool. They're gonna play all the games and they make cheesesteaks. I'm like, I did not come to Baltimore to get no goddamn cheesesteak. They like, no, no, it's cool. They got other food, which they did. Mm. But them motherfuckers, because they from Philly, well, around Philly, close to Philly, the two that I'm thinking of in particular. Yeah. And they know what a Philly cheesesteak is, but they've been living out there so long that Sunday is their opportunity to get the closest thing they could get. To a cheesesteak. To a cheesesteak. So Thanks. they wasn't sacrificing that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I felt them, but I'm like, damn, that's sad. But everybody out there is so much happier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. Like, no, like, okay, shout out to Big Dave Cheesesteaks because he definitely brung that Philly native narrative to Atlanta. Okay. Like, he did. He got two stores, I believe, down here, but he did his thing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, if you from Philly and we in the same, I'm supporting you. Like, mm -hmm. I support. Right now, I'm supporting Amanda Fallon. Her, this her clothing line, Wine and Wine. Um, okay. She's a dance instructor. She's a reggae artist. She's straight out of Philly. So Dope. that's my girl, though. Like, Dope. everybody think females don't support each other, but this really, this is my girl. She got a show, I'm there. If I got a show, she there. We, you know, we support each other. It's tight-knit. Philly, mm -hmm. we really tight-knit. All of us not ignorant. Nope. All of us not assholes. Mm -mm. We just got a show to us that is yep. like, you got to get to know us. But what I learned, though, seeing me, mm -hmm. that sometimes first impression is everything right so it's not always i'm from philly that's how i am they don't get get it everywhere with everybody right. so i had to learn how to like had a demeanor of don't play with me but i'm still a cool person but that's i had to find personal, balance that's personal growth and um mm -hmm. a lot of people because you know we, we like to do the mars venus thing which is cool but mm -hmm. a lot of people in general will always leave with well you know how i am and it's like, if you're identifying a negative trait that you're aware of, fix it. and you're not working on it, then why I gotta deal with it? I don't want to. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's right. not nobody's responsibility to deal with. Exactly. And the people it's gotta not. get over themselves sometimes because exactly. you're telling me blatantly, I know I can't have a fucking conversation without being retarded. Yeah. But that's how I am. But that's how I am. <laughs> if you want to talk to me, you gonna deal with it. And it's like, no, I like I really don't want I don't to. Have to. I don't have to. I'm not obligated. COVID taught me that my time is limited. <laughs> Do what I want right with my time for the rest of my Speaking life. Speaking of COVID, what happened to Monkey Box? That shit came and went for two hey, weeks. Man, I'm glad it did. Shit, I'm many hands. They shake. gotta stop making shit up. Man, listen. Remember the bird flu? They, Ebola. Um, Ebola. Everything. I remember E. E. Coli. They said Wendy's got E. Coli right now. I, I keep telling everybody, it. don't go to Wendy's. But E. Coli don't go nowhere. E. Coli is a thing. <laughs> right. Don't go nowhere. It is. Nowhere. That's but, something that they teach you about when you working in like the health field and stuff like that. But you were saying, um, before you left for Atlanta, you had quite a presence in Philly that you were able to garner relatively quickly through a lot of your connections and a lot of connections self-grind grinding yeah. like i wasn't just in my neighborhood with it mm -hmm. 
I went to Southwest. Mm-hmm. My brother used to, my license was suspended, so I used to have to get driven around and shit. Mm-hmm. So my brother used to be like, damn, like, this Southwest shit, like, you good up here and shit? Like, being a from, big brother. I thought you was from Germantown. Y'all drive right. without license. So my big brother, nah, nah, me, nigga, I, I had an open case. I had some shit going on in Virginia. I had a lot of shit going on at that time where yeah. it was just like, hey, can nah, somebody come get me? Oh, hey, let me get an Uber. Tie you know what your laces and, and button your top button and walk straight. And be grown. Because listen, <laughs> let me tell you, the money I was making in the streets went to lawyer Lawyers money, and court fees and shit like that. You be like, is it worth who you, it? Who you tell it? It ain't worth it. We, I had to Look, open that one time. But listen, we ain't going to get into that because yeah. we free. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cheers. Shout out to Because <laughs> we free now. But yeah, like, it's just like, you know, um, coming from Philly and like migrating throughout the city. Like even recently, um, 2020, I went on a tour with hip hop since 1987. Mm-hmm. And I was meeting other people from Philly who probably was like on the come up after like I left Philly. But then they like, damn, I fuck with you, you dope. <laughs> and then um, one boy, I forget his name. He got on my live and was like, yo, I know you was like her. I'm mm-hmm. like, what you mean? He like, you like her. Like, I'm telling people, like, I did a song with this girl. She from Philly, but she live in Atlanta now. He like, niggas regular. Like, oh, yeah, that's niece. No, he I've like, had those conversations where I've said something about Nisa, and motherfucker was like, Nisa, what she look like? Mm-hmm. She used to be with such and such. She, she, yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, well, it's Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. like. And they like, oh, yeah, I know Nisa. No, that's her. Like, it'd be like, the hold up, it's been a while. That's still her. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, so what you, and they say the same shit that you've been telling me, basically, like, about your your background. Like, yeah, nobody has said anything crazy, crazy to me, mm-hmm. but it's always been that, like, no, I know who Nisa is, but it must be another Nisa, because they must have got it confused before. No, you know what it is? I'm grown. I left Atlanta, remember on Players Club when Diamond said, I walked in the young lady, I came out, like, that's that's me. But no, I besides left, that, like, just literally. the fact that, like. Niggas should know. No, that's Nisa. Yeah. But it's like, they be hesitant. Some people, no, some people say my name wrong, though, too. Like, they be like, Nessa. They call you Nessa? And I be that's like, no, my name's thinking. not Nessa. My name is definitely Anissa Zakia Jamila. Like, my name is my name. My mom gave me. Y'all gonna say that shit, right? Anissa Zakia Jamila. I like that. Anissa Zakia Jamila. My mom, I ain't saying my last name, but that's my full name, though. No, nah, I like Anissa that. Zakia Jamila. a lot of names. From Germantown. The home of the Arab, the yeah, Muslims. Yeah, I know. Nah, I know. no ink for me. I'm mad. How are you yeah. acting around the mad jizz right now? On that Do shit. you they see that? Two people there. I grew up with, though, recently, just crazy. That's crazy. probably the night I rolled through that. It's crazy. That but, shit crazy um, and shit, man. Yeah, but, like, being as though you took the leap, and I want to salute you. I'm good. I, I got mine. Thank okay. you. Being as though you took the leap, and I want to salute you because I always say on, on my platforms that um a lot of people don't leave their neighborhood. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people that do go out of town, they go out of town because there's a lot of support there and there's there's guarantees there. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So it's easier. You don't seem to have had all of those things. I went on the leap literally a faith. Yeah. I told I told Maul and Brizzy, shout out to Brizzy on the beat too. Shout out to Maul Gates. I told them, they like my brothers. Like, even though people depart and move on, mm-hmm. that don't mean that people not a part of your life no more. Absolutely. Or it's like, fuck somebody. People automatically think when they don't see you, it's beef. And it's like, it's no beef. We it's love. These niggas used to come and eat Sunday dinner in my mom's crib. Not it's anybody can come and eat dinner. Y'all would have heard about us together. Oh, in a negative that's fat. way. Exactly. In a negative way. <laughs> I told you how I was. I loud. I ain't give a fuck. I'm at you. I'm at everybody. Who mm-hmm. want to fight? I got hella cousins. I'm I ready. I like Sweet Nisa. Everybody likes Sweet Nisa. I love Sweet Nisa. Sweet Nisa friendly. is literally like the Nisa that is like literally at the elevation of her life. Sweet Nisa is who you was when you were seven. 
Before exactly. you was tainted. Before, before I was tainted in these Philly started, streets. Before you my started nickname, reacting. My nickname is Pootie. Mm. So is Pootie. I'm Pootie. Everybody know me as Pootie. I used to um when I, I I used to be in trouble a lot. So I had to do community service at a boys and girls club. At this point in time, my mom, I was in tenth grade, so we like moved out Delaware or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm a tri-state baby. <laughs> I I literally every weekend I come to my dad's house. I'm with my Philly friends, and then I made my own friends in Delaware that I'm still got friendships with to this day. Like mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying? Um, which I didn't understand what my mom was trying to do. I just felt like she always was taking me away. Nah. But she took me into some. She, when my mom was making them risky moves, it literally, like, I'm so appreciative for it because I know how to conduct myself when I'm in certain places with people. Cold switching is important. My mom is Bougetto. My mom and my aunts, they professional as fuck. I'm sure. My mom. People Professional think as fuck. My mom grew up in the hills somewhere. I'm like, she from 60th and Locust. Like, they used yeah, to that's fight. your mom you posted earlier, right? Yeah. yeah. Man. Mom Dukes look like she's mama. like, hi, how are you? I'm Barbara. And Whole then she'd be boom. like, motherfucker. Whole go boom. to the, go, go give me some motherfucking cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Like, my mom is, is a lot of my friends' favorite person. Like, because she's real. But at the same time, they've seen her in those lights. We just had like, a big dinner for my mom yesterday. Um, my friends came over that I grew up with and stuff like what? at her house. And, um, my mom's birthday was Thursday. Happy birthday, mom! Happy birthday, mommy! I want to be clear. I, I wanted to say congratulations or whatever we were celebrating. Like, <laughs> yeah, her birthday was. That. Yep, her birthday was on Thursday. So my mom, she's just very simple. She mm-hmm. just my mom loved people. Mm-hmm. She loved being like that. Like I wouldn't say she loved being like because it's just her. She's a beautiful person, mm-hmm. but everybody, like, my mom is Mama Mira. My mom named Samira. She got a young girl named yeah. right, So they be like, Mama Mira, that's what they call my mom. Like, my mom was the house when we lived there on Ice Town. Everybody coming and getting plates. Mm-hmm. When we was on Brickyard, my mom cooked for her, but that's how she expressed her love. I don't know your mama, but I know your food. mama. You see them instant snacks and we, we, shit. We, we you see that, that shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know what you're you know what I'm saying? You, you see how she cook. You see, and I'm posting that shit. <laughs> yeah, my mom throws down. Listen, yeah. I ain't even get to get, my phone was dead all day yesterday. I ain't even get to get everything she cooked, but she threw down, like, my friends and shit that came over. Like, they still live in Philly. My mom live out in Maryland, so they drove out there. They took that hour. That's how much they love my mom. Yeah, and they love you. It was hour. opportunity to see you while you was close yep, by. Exactly. So we all tighten it. Yeah, we That's all dope. tighten it. It's, a, it's like, like a, it. I love my genuine friendships that I got with my friends that I grew up with in Philly, because... Mm-hmm. It got us close. I gave them opportunity to see something else when they came to see me, and they know other shit exists. Like I had one of my friends. <laughs> That's like how she, it was with me being yeah. in area, having a bunch of friends from North Philly. Exactly, it's a different world. It's, <laughs> it's literally a different world. It's a different world from being down nice town where they was having fucking GTA shootouts, right? Mm-hmm. And then going to my grandma's house, a motherfucking like. Topahawk and the Musgraves, but then over there down the street on Morton, it's going down. It's like literally you like go to the hollow, it's crazy. Crazy as fuck. It was so back, back there, crazy yep. shit. And my dad will always say, like, that's how shit used to be back in the day, man. That shit like back in the day. And I'd be like, that's crazy, ain't shit changed. Cause now that I'm grown and shit, my little brother and little sister, like me and my little sister, we 10 years apart. Me and my little brother, eight years apart. My little brother, DJ and shit. He probably met him before. Um, but, uh, he local? He local. I need this information. I might add some gigs for him. Okay. DJ Hottie, Lil Hottie. Uh, yeah. I got you. Shout and out to and my and little brother. Let him know I'm, I'm not one I will. Of them. My brother, he be ready for, he be ready for yeah. it all. He like the word. Like Shout out to my little brother. That's my little brother that just had his baby too. Congratulations, Congratulations little bro. hottie. Little but hottie. yeah, so, um, yeah, my little brother, he, he in the mix and all that, but I You've be feeling so. You've been talking for 15 minutes. We just yeah. shouted out your whole family. You are amazing at this. Keep going. 
I love my I love my people, man. <laughs> no, I shout out dope. my family, my friends, no, everybody. No, shout out to Lee by me too. I think it's important. Don't Especially I do that every I did that the last interview, then I mm-hmm. I shout out everybody. I my wig, my purple wig one. I'm like, shout out to Lay by me, my sister, my hair. Still shout out to Lay by me. She got shop in West Philly off of 60th and Thompson mm-hmm. and called the Queen's Cave. When you see it, shout out to um Leek Crawley. He's a dope ass artist out of Philly mm-hmm. and he did all the artwork in my girlfriend's salon. Dope. That shit dope as fuck from dope. the inside out. From upstairs, downstairs to the bathrooms to the hallways. Change. I'm gonna look at a page. I'm gonna find a page. Dope as fuck. Like. It's a runaway girl shit. You know we the runaway girls. Yeah. We yeah. the real bitches. So <laughs> you know that's and that's and that's exactly what's presented in her salon. But the runaway girls with style and grace and class and you know what I'm saying? Because it, it depends on how you carry it, not what you presenting, but how you carry it. Because mm-hmm. that's who needs the pretty red skin popping is. I but mean, that's what the runaway, runaway girl originally was like yeah. from the heavy D thing to um, LL, LL to the, what they was to, presenting. Um, yeah, Mary, when they, when they spoke about it, they was talking about class, even Cool C. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When he was talking about the kind of woman he wanted, he wanted a woman that had a little we, in hip hop in Street. general. It's always a little, we want a little spice. Bougetta. Like a little kickback. <laughs> but at the same time, I be in these rooms and I got to be able to take you where you just going to be pissed a lot. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we're not going to jeopardize what's on the table for what's in your head. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what a runaway girl is always. Yeah, the always homie, I class. say the homie love a friend. Homie love a friend is dope love too. Friend. They dope. That's they the dope. runaway girl. You know what I'm saying? She a homie. She a lover. She a perfect friend. Like that's, that's the runaway girl. And I ain't going to lie. Calling up every once in a while for that plus one comes in handy. Yeah. Sometimes you need to walk in the room with something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I don't like going to keep it no more. But sometimes it's like, you know what? I can't take the homies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, bring her with me. It, yeah. Even if she now got the lover part, if it's the homie mm-hmm. and she fly, come on, roll out with me and we going to people watch and talk shit and I got to shake some hands tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's going to be fun. You're going to drink for free. You're going to eat for free. I'm going to do our thing. Just look nice. Just have yeah. a good time. Just mingle. What do I think? A mingle night. Because that's part of it. Also, yeah. I can sick you on some people because there's people that don't want to necessarily open up to me in my little <laughs> elevator pitch. I ain't, I ain't going to get the same amount of time you get yeah. to lay down and lay down. Right. So I'm going to give you a quick couple bullet points just in case. Say this, say that. Yeah. And then the end of the night, we're going to recap. Because they're going to ask you who you with. Yeah. Tell them the company name. You see what I'm saying? You ain't got anyone. Mm. Say the company. Say the objective. Don't say hey. I'm say me. why you're here. Don't, it ain't about me. You know what I mean? Cup number two. <laughs> Stop advertising. It's like, no, fuck with you. Look, look. See this will be advertising. Sipping with Sammy. That part. Cup number two. That part. That's what I should have did the first time. You know what? I'm going to pour up with you because we're going to get into something real, real quick. Betty, let's have a real ass conversation. Before we started, you mentioned briefly, and that's how I knew Rock in them, right? Yeah. So let's first go ahead and make your cocktail, and we're going to um, have a sip to P&B Rock. You Rest know in I mean? peace, P&B Rest Rock, Rock, man. Somebody that did a lot in the city, and somebody that you personally love, so. Listen, rest in peace, Rock. I just feel like that's a whole, whole hurt piece for Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, baby man. I feel like that's a whole. I feel like all of us that was coming up in that era, that was on them stages together, supporting each other, singing with each other, all of that. It didn't matter. Remember before we uh, 
got into like our other topic, I was saying Germantown broken up in so many different mm-hmm. sections. But at them times them when we was in them just, places, we didn't care where hood you was from. And if you was hot, you was hot. And everybody we was, we was, was in the streets in some kind mm-hmm. of way. So it's yeah. like, it's neutral. Right, exactly. See, I'm a girl who was in the streets, but in the streets a different way. I wasn't the one that And I'm was not like, even talking about you. I'm right talking now, about like, shit. even if the guys that you came with, yeah. a couple of them is in the streets. Right. If you got a manager, he probably a street But we got beer and we going, we got to think about the bigger picture. Now, when motherfuckers ain't thinking about the bigger picture, the little motherfuckers that's, man, we in the shootout, and then we got all this extra but shit But that's when on. we got to be responsible and blacklist motherfuckers, man. Yeah. Like when the Correct. um Philly Hip Hop Awards shit happened and they had their fight and the shooting outside downtown all that shit. It's like we if we know who that was, stop making. That all was twenty seventeen. Yeah, stop. And I was there. I was right there. That's the only. That was the first one that I wasn't able to make it, it to because twenty fifteen, they had the security and had all that shit lit. Same with twenty sixteen and then twenty seventeen was the one I wasn't able to make. But that was the last one I got Chocodero. the nomination for. I know. Mm-hmm. I remember that because we had did a show. I did a show mm-hmm. myself. Um, it was a whole bunch of other female artists. Uh, K Dub. And it was the same Shout night. K-Dub. No, it was like fe- it was when he first was trying out the Chocadero. It was like okay. earlier that year because you know hip hop awards be at the end of the year, yeah. like December. Right. So that was like earlier that year, like February. Jimmy, like I'm trying to pack this shit the fuck out. And like for that night, like with the girls, we all had supporters. That shit was lit. No, I heard about it. It was fun. I actually was fun heard about fun. that event. Yeah, I know it was what you're fun talking as fuck. And I then, wasn't like, there. Um, I, I always did events for him. Motherfuckers, when you bring people out, they go, like, oh, this motherfucker, we're going to make some money from them. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the really name of the game, game, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, beyond talent, like, when base. You, you get spoiled. We're in Philly. It's a lot of talented motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we go to these events, yo, if you're at a showcase, a, 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 a situation where there's local talent performing mm-hmm. and you don't see five dope people, then you was in the wrong room. Yeah, definitely was in the you wrong room. You was in the wrong room. We had the I've best seen, showcases. I've seen 15 out of 18 dope I, motherfuckers. I miss those times. I literally, so I'm getting my reality show together. So the whole first episode is literally going to date back to like high school. You got footage? Yes. From back. What's the, yes. um, can you say the name of the show yet? Are you, um, are we, so are it's called yet? Nisa Pretty Brown Skin Popping My Time. Just letting people know like this is my Nisa, time. Nisa Pretty like, Brown Skin Popping. My time. my time, yeah, and um, you like know, Mary this J. was Blige, my life. Okay. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's auntie. That's like a if we look at oh, like a marketing, is you oh, on point shit. like a mug? If we was in like a marketing and branding aspect, meeting round table, mm-hmm. that's how I would present Nisa as the artist, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige's niece or best friend, little cousin or something. Mm. You get what I'm saying? But with her own story, Mary J. Blige spoke better. for the '90s babies, and uh, you I'm for the. Huh? Do you dance better than Mary or not? I be grooving. I definitely be bopping and shit. I got we're not going to hate on the queen. We love the kick. Man, Mary, she, Mary J. Blige made it okay for what Whitney couldn't make it okay. Mm, you get what I'm saying? That. I like, when I, I like say that, sound, but take me there. Whitney Houston always said she couldn't be herself. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Herself is me. Herself is your cousin, your sister, your mom. No, Us real ass friend, the coolest bitch in the world. With, like, with shit, I'm, shit I'm about to smoke a blunt with you. We about to chill. We about to have a good time, sing, dance tonight. Like, we just fun. But she had to be like this pop person. Yeah, And it wasn't her. Cause she and she was like, black. this ain't me. She was black. Because Madonna was running wild. Exactly. But the, the irony 
When you black, you gotta. When we black, listen. I they watched this podcast. This girl said some real shit. She said, "I was eleven years old. They was wanting me to handle shit like I was 20. Mm-hmm. She said, "Black women, we gotta grow up. Like we have to literally grow up before we're grown." Mm-hmm. And that's a fact Because a lot of us Had to grow up Before we're grown And when we grow up Before we're grown That's when you get Teenage pregnancy That's when you get This get that Because a girl Gonna go out And have a baby Because she already Taking care of her you Younger siblings She already done Raised some kids mm-hmm. So now she like Oh this is the norm You know what I'm saying Kind of is the norm To have a baby and, young In the village Because it takes a village though Whether you, But it's just how America portrays Whether you it. realize it or not Or others realize it or not It's not spoken on enough That the same syndrome That we suffer from Mm-hmm. Black women do too, and now it's coming to light more because mm-hmm. now there's hashtags attached to it. But the world don't give a fuck what happened to you. No, they don't. If you disappear, they only want to hear the glory story. If they, if you disappear, nobody's coming to look for you. Nope. If another country grabs you, nobody's sending nobody to get Brittany, you. Britney, that but shit. Way before me. that, and we can get you know. But way before that, that was the thing that we've always been aware of. As a people, that That's doesn't. Okay. We're not separated by that because of gender. Yeah. But what happens is a lot of the times, the traditional sense of women being taken care of into a certain point still makes it kind of misconstrued as a, as the effect that that one fact still has a burden on how you live your life. That's a fact. Because I heard a lot of young women that had children early say, "I just wanted somebody to love me." Mm. I just wanted to take mm. care of somebody that was. And I got young. I wanted mothers. something pure. That I'm close to mm-hmm. that have said that to me mm-hmm. in common statement. Or you get brothers that say stuff like, I might be out of here soon. I gotta leave something. I gotta leave something. I gotta have a legacy. That shit is crazy. But it comes from we the be, same place. But listen, niggas that say that shit when we were 17 years old. Young, chill kids. I didn't see You 30. feel me? Kids. 30 was like Listen, retirement for me. When my brother said my brother at my brother's birthday party last year, his 30 is my big brother. I love my big brother. That's my dog. My dad cried. I'm like, my dad was just like, you know, you my first son, and I didn't even think I would make it to 30. But for me to make it to your 30th, he like, damn. Like, and they just hugging and crying. It was a beautiful moment with black men. And like, you know what I'm saying? My dad wasn't like the greatest dad. However, your parents are your parents. You love them for who they are. Like, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? We got to be at peace and and love it. Exactly. And my parents young. My dad just turned 50 this year. My dad. My mom is, you know, in her 50s this year. You know what I'm saying? You know, I hit my 30. I hit my milestone. And that right there is like, damn. I'm the youngest out of the four, and I'm I'm the youngest out of the four, and I just told you they ages, right? Yeah. Babies with fucking babies, literally. Yeah. So it's like you got you, seven nieces and nephews. Exactly. Right. right. You feel me? Yeah. So it's literally like, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful seeing my siblings, kids, and shit. Like that shit is amazing. It's always a blessing. It's a blessing. Like me and my niece, my first niece, she's seventeen. That's my bestie. That's my boo. That's but we up. grew up like together. She been out there with you yet? She lives in Atlanta and her mom moved to Atlanta. Dope. My sister moved so to Atlanta in 2019. We go out and shit. That's my baby. Like, dope. I love my niece. I just dropped her off to her friend house before coming here. Like, she be, literally be, like, can be, you Be careful with her. Why you say that? Because I know you already are. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, I think it always needs to be reiterated because if she's growing up with the background that she has mm-hmm. and the aunt that she has... Mm-hmm. 
then we have to absolutely make sure that she elevates beyond everybody she's so else. She's so you see what I'm saying? Like, you got to be Listen, she went that. to a whole different district in Georgia. They wanted to Because you know how dangerous you was, right? Facts. She's so, she's different. And I'm not saying in a bad way. I'm talking yeah. about mentally. Like, mentally, what you could accomplish based on- Can I on shout out my mentor, Sister Kita? Okay. I love Sister Kita, man. Sister Kita been in my life for a long time. I just recently got back in touch with her. I was trying to get up with her while I was here, too. I need to call when I leave here, but Sister Kita helped me. Mm. Sister Kita, the reason why I rap. Mm. She gave me a book. I used to fight. I used to rumble. I was little, small. I'm with the Imani Charter School. You mm-hmm. uh, so I'm with Imani. the Imani Charter. So mm-hmm. literally, like, shout out to Imani Charter. closed down. However, mm-hmm. I can say it. Anybody else that was a student there, like that went there, can say we had some great mentors in there. We I had, like, you know what I'm saying? Some great people in there. Mm-hmm. When I got back in touch with Sister Kita, it was a beautiful moment for me and her. Like, I, I cried because if it wasn't for her, I don't think I would be a rapper today. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like her, my dad, my mom, like just people around me, my grandma. My grandma wanted me to sing. My grandma, I could sing too, but that's what she wanted me to be. All right, grandma, my pops my shit. <laughs> I got like, I got shit. Like, I'm you ain't tell grandma, I pops I ain't say it like that. Shit. No, I ain't say that. I ain't say that. You I actually took a copy actually... of like my very first mixtape. It was like, um, Maul had got it, some joints printed up. And my grandma, she is a... She's an old school grandma. Mm-hmm. Photo albums and shit. That's what she like. Like yeah. anytime I'm doing something, I'm printing photos and I'm mailing them to my grandma. She's an old school grandma. I'm like, that's what she Smart. do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm constantly I gotta, trying to show my grandma pictures on the phone. I'm, I'm I should. She got it. a phone. She got Facebook and shit like that. My but my grandma, she the fuck like. She like old school still. Like mm-hmm. you get know what I'm saying? So I know that's we gotta match people love language to keep the bond with them. Absolutely. I can't put her, keep sending her stuff to her phone and shit. You get know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I be like, Grandma, I'm like photos. I mean, some of these pictures of me, my cousins, or me and this person. She be like, well, who this person? I did. A, I opened up for Waka Flocka a few years ago, so I like sending her the pictures and shit. So she called me. She like, well, who is this person that you with? Is he somebody famous or something? And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, he this person. She like, oh, okay, okay. But my grandma, she like one of them, like, she's a music head. My grandma mm-hmm. is a singer. Mm-hmm. She sang, I told you, she come from a family, 13 siblings, like, big ass family. So mm-hmm. they did shit. I had gangster fucking uncles. I realized like that's why I was gangsters in my DNA. You yo, feel you me? You grow up and realize who <laughs> your uncles and your aunts are, yo. My yeah, mom I knew too. a little bit. Yeah, but no, when you get older, it's different. I've had a couple like, oh. Thanksgivings where we had to go bail somebody had to go bail somebody out before we said the prayer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That real it, shit. It's like yo, this is like the second time. Or you gotta answer together. the phone call mm-hmm. so that everybody shit. can talk you feel to me. I'm on some, we on some real shit. I just was on the join with my fucking little cousin because me and all my first cousins, me and all my mom's siblings' kids mm-hmm. um, and my siblings and their siblings, all the cousins, all the first cousins with no kids, all linked up and did like something together. Mm-hmm. And it was so fucking nice. Like it was just like lovely We because we was planning it. They like, all right. Mimi and um, Pudi coming up for the weekend. We need to do something that weekend. Because we always do shit with our parents involved and shit. But we grown now where we can start doing our own shit. So yeah, it's y'all like, can start planning the family reunion. Hello. That's enough of y'all. But them family reunions, it be so many people we don't know. They be from but South this, Carolina and shit. And Georgia and shit. We be like, y'all hey, don't know them. I'm here. That's the reason y'all don't know them. <laughs> but the twist is like, and I tell people this, and I, I like to repeat it because the family reunion can be a cookout. The jail calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the way up to a um, 
a weekend thing. Like I have two family reunions on one side of my family. Really? Yeah. One Y'all is doing always, separate in hmm? the year? They um yeah, they're different months, but they're back to back months. I think it's um July and August, if I'm not mistaken. I think July. every family reunion falls within them range of yeah, the it's, months. It's they're back to back, but it's like one is boring because it's always the same place. The other one travels. Okay. Because a lot of that side of the family is spread out. But it's a it's a huge undertaking. I know it take a lot, but they're both full weekends because people are traveling from everywhere to come. We in. did that growing but up. But we don't have to necessarily do that. Mm. You know what I mean? But it gets to a point where the people that do that yeah. are too old to do that or they start fading away. Mm-hmm. And then there's no committee. When y'all can do what y'all just did, yeah. y'all can build towards whatever. And it could be me that fucking Dave and Buster. See, that's what we do. <laughs> That's literally what we be trying to do. Mm-hmm. Literally, like it was like That's everybody, cool. everybody bring a dish, everybody bring a bottle. You moved away. Exactly. That's what I tell move, them. Like, but this. our next step now, we gonna do a destination trip where all of oh. us put in because they my cousins. But literally, like my mom house was like their sacred place. Mm-hmm. All my cousins, like all of us, we all grew up together. Like my cousins, my. Boy cousins is my brothers. My girl cousins, my sisters, and mm-hmm. then we got I got my siblings. You, but we like you all, got an awesome family, by the way. Yeah, they my motherfucking peoples. I was just talking to my cousin Samira, my mom's junior, Samira mm-hmm. Junior. <laughs> I was just talking to her after, um, like on my way here. She like, go ahead, cousin, go ahead and fuck out that fucking podcast and shit, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Like that's my cousin. They be like, make sure you subscribe, Samira. Make sure everybody subscribe when y'all hear this. <laughs> fucking shouting y'all out and shit. <laughs> I'm getting lit. That's why this called sipping with Sammy. Because Sammy know if you sip, you gonna motherfucking tip and tell it the fuck off. <laughs> the crazy shit about it is, honestly, I'll tell you how the concept started, right? Yeah. I gotta, but it be how we be on live. I mean, it's regular. We no, do this regularly. This, this the, I wasn't a media person. Always a rapper and mm. not really a rapper, but like but this fits you. But thank you. But I had got an opportunity from going to Mad Stations as a rapper. So mm-hmm. um, one of the owners called me and asked me if I wanted to do a remote radio show. That's dope. And I'm like, remotely? You mean to tell me I ain't got to be there every week? Because the way I was moving, I wasn't going to be there. Every they week. just set up dope as fuck. Thank you. But since he said remotely, my first idea was I can go to niggas' man cave, studio, park, whatever bar bring a cooler, run a tab, whatever, and interview them and then send it to the radio and they'll play it. Mm. That was the initial idea. Yeah. Five years later, <laughs> it became this. But when I had the idea, I still wasn't media yet. I became media um, six years ago when I got with Flyboy Friday on Glockaware and then I got an FM radio show on 98.5. Shout, shout out to Glockaware Radio. Salute Glockaware always. And then yeah. we started this. But it's just funny because... The intention was to make people comfortable, mm-hmm. but not necessarily to um, so that they would tell more. It was more so that they wouldn't feel like they were being interrogated because a lot Love of interviews it. feel the same and it gets annoying. Attacking. It, it, even this that, is like a like regular a, conversation with your long lost cousin. And I appreciate you that. Know? But it's yeah. like a lot of interviews are, they ask rappers the same five questions. Who's your top five rappers? Who is your inspiration? This, then the third. They ain't really get the... Try to give the people to feed the artists who is probably a dope fucking person, by the way. But they ain't get that from that platform. And we pushing you towards maybe a headline or a caption when Mm -hmm. I might have got something better if you just let you talk. Right. 
You see what I'm saying? Right. So it wasn't, because I want to be clear, like, when you make people take shots, and I'm not throwing no shots at Drink Chance, I love them. That's when you're doing it to make sure that, but also another dynamic that people don't realize about Nori, so I bail him out too. It takes a rock star to drink with rock stars. Yeah. The motherfuckers go through whole bottles. I drink a couple glasses, you drink a couple glasses, and we done. You know what I'm saying? No, he is popping right now too. His fucking old song is back popping. Back popping. <laughs> he just had Patty on. He lit. Like shout out yeah. to you know. Yes, what I mean? he did like, have Auntie on there. Did she have that sweet potato power? She has. I love Patty. Patty, one of the first people to put Philadelphia put on the map. She about to put out guacamole with Nori. No bullshit. For Patty real? Patty is one of the dopest people ever. I fucks my auntie, man. Check she, out that interview. Auntie been the shit since she's been the shit since she's been the shit. She's one of ours, man. She, she come is. from that. She's and she know who she is. Philly, she a hustler. See, a real motherfucking Philly motherfucker, we know how to motherfucking hustle. My fucking little cousin said to me the other day, she was like, you really the only Atlanta fucking doing it. She said, yeah. bitch, because I was down there with you. I had to fucking leave. She, she made it, you know, a joke. We was laughing and shit. But she's but just you like, you around, really doing you it. to your coin. I'm getting to the coin. I'm grinding. Right. Like, these are things that, and like I said, just moving Mm -hmm. is a huge thing. To be able to. The show crazy. You want to know what. what, The show. Go ahead. Mighty Good. Goody Visions. Shout out to Goody Visions. That's my business partner, my brother. I love you, my. It's my dog. My man. Mighty Mighty Good. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mighty Good. So, Mighty Good started off shooting. A shooter, regular shooter shooting videos and shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I ended up moving to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I said, my, because my shot on my videos, main director. I said, my, come here in Atlanta, bro. I'm like, you can stay with me so you get on your feet. Like, you know, mm-hmm. let's, we could do some shit out here. He like, man, I don't think I come there in the A right now. Typical Philly nigga shit. I don't think I could do this. I got this going on. You know what I'm saying? And, um, but he actually was going to school. Okay. Or institute perfecting right. his craft. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my bro. He definitely worked for that shit, and he got his bachelor's now. The Art Institute is one of the best programs in the country. One of the best programs in, in the, the country. country. And I'm so about like at top. this time, Philly closed down. Mm. So he like, damn, my school closed down. But guess what? I think I'm gonna come to Atlanta. This is God. Connected when I say you remotely. speak shit into existence and you put that energy in the air, now this is maybe. Uh, Four and a half years ago. Four, four and a half years ago. Because I was in Atlanta maybe for like a year at this time. And I kept not trying when, to get him to come out here. Not when the city here. shut down. Not when the city shut down. So this is before that. Maybe okay. like a couple years before that maybe. Right. Um, probably about like 20, 2018-ish. Going okay. into 2019. So um, it was A3C weekend. So all right. Mm. This October. A3C weekend always in October. Mm-hmm. He ended up coming down. And we shot a fucking video <laughs> in the middle of fucking uh, Walker Street in the middle of A3C events where events was going on live. So we get all this live shit, all this traffic, yeah, people come in and out. So it was dope. That was in my um, song, PBS P-Bars. Um, but Mod, he's like a, a great, like he has a great vision. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like his vision is just like, it's crazy because working with him these last, like, we've been working together for almost 10 years, but he's, like, my friend that was, like, I stole him from my brother and my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and I say I, I stole him because him, him, my brother, and cousin used to trap together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. tight-knit. My brother said, shit, my shoe videos fuck with mine. That's what my brother said. So I hit up mine, and then it's been inseparable. 
it's inseparable. My bro was in Atlanta with me, and my bro said, "Yo, I want to do a reality you know, it's show." Crazy how one sentence could change somebody's life. Yo. I'm listening. That's the sentence that changed it. My no, brother, my brother is the you reason said that why he was in the streets. He was in the streets too. And he had the We was all. Right. It's crazy because coming from the streets, you literally be like the shit that you be around. You gotta experience being around some real shit to know that this is not, not what you want. Like literally, it's nothing wrong with saying ever, that shit. If that gate has ever slammed on you, and you mm-hmm. ain't think that shit was corny. Mm-hmm. Then something wrong with you. It's it's crazy <laughs> because like I tell him all the time, like literally, I tell him all the time that he motivate me and inspire me because it's one thing for me to move to Atlanta, but to get your best friend slash director slash no, business partner to come to another city and state and he thriving too, it literally was like, damn, you motivate me to keep going. But that's where my thought comes from. Mm-hmm. It's the to go and to thrive. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? It's the mm-hmm. whole thing. That's why I'm saying like right. one sentence. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because Absolutely. You It's crazy because my brother, my big brother, he always was just like, like we the opposite, but we so close, right? Everybody thought we was twins growing up. My mm. mom used to say that though. <laughs> She's like, oh, they twins. She used to say that shit. <laughs> Your mom was I love my mom. My mom's silly. Mom silly like us. Like all her kids are silly. We silly as shit, man. But I my uh, brother. They thought was my twin. If he For was real? really my brother, we probably would have ran that play, but it was weird. But Y'all should have. Shit, take shit and run with it. And then later they'd be like, it was a hoax. They wasn't twins. You know, people always want to uncover shit. So it would have been lit. It was just weird, but go ahead. <laughs> you know, we niggas, like, when you, when you, we in a hood, by the way. But we in a hood, by the way. Fuck that. We, we get into it. When you 15 to 17, there's a lot of this. Oh, yeah, he want y'all a little boy you and shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, once, we, once we start doing that, then it, look, it, it gets weird because we are too arrogant to do that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now I feel you. That's uh, the back, Philly mentality. Back to your fake twin. Because <laughs> you really had one. Yeah, I really had one. So my brother, we we tight as fuck. So my brother, I'm like, yo, I think I know how to rap. <laughs> like, what you mean? Yo, I like I listen think to this. I tell know me, how to rap is yeah. hilarious. I like tell me if you like this. He like, all right. So I play the beat and shit. I'm a pretty brown girl. With no, big brown it wasn't that. It was, some, <laughs> it was some good shit. My raps wasn't no bullshit, man. My brother well, was can like, "Can you remember one of your first? Or the one you spent uh, on part of it? I don't. Okay, I well, smoke too much, yo, bro. When I say like, my brother would be, I ain't gonna fuck with nobody else though. If he don't think it's good, I'm not. Scrap it. Facts. He's I like, remember the opening line of my first round. I don't remember. Like it's like I do kind of, but I don't. However. I remember when I'm um, not my first rap, but I do like God. Uh, it's gonna be on my reality show. My homegirl, the Shara, she was fucking recording me and my other friend Kayla and this Gucci Mane lemonade beat. So we are like real ghetto, real <laughs> young. That's funny. My <laughs> opening bar for that was like moved out the hood, bitch. But I'm still hood, bitch. That was the first opening bar. I swear to God. <laughs> the hood, bitch, but I'm still hood, hood bitch. bitch. Like literally, literally, and they ad living. But I'm still hood, bitch, because you know you want it. You know? <laughs> no, it's so much that's funny about this story. The first part that's funny is that your whole demeanor changes back to that. You like an actress, which I'm great. Trying to explain to people on in music, I'm very funny. animated. But when you do music, you have to take on a personification. Mm. Not the same one every time. Mm. You have to play roles to you create do. an arc. You do. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But the fact that as soon as you thought about it, you said, mm. and you went, 
Like you get old, the <laughs> change, and then when you did they part, they they part was out here. They laugh, they like they ad libbing the shit. The shopper behind the camera, like, but I'm still here. Then listen, this when landlines was popping. Okay. If you had a cell phone, you had a cell phone. But this is when landlines was still lit. So in the midst of the fucking joint, her dad called. <laughs> so she answered. It's like you know the cordless phone says she like hello, hey dad, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. It's on a whole video. Like I ain't putting all of that in the joint because you know it's gonna be chopped up. That's funny. But though. this shit is so funny. Like yo, shout out to the Shira. Shout out to Miss Kenya. I love her family. I am thirty. No, then. Then I was like seventeen. Okay. But I rapped for a long time before then because it just oh, it always, sound like it. It always came natural. Like I um. I was rapping. My I was dad was 12. a DJ. I was rapping before that. I started rapping to Funk the Five. I used to, son, oh, yeah, that's, that's the shit. That but look, it that don't matter. That's that a classic. Summer. First of all, she is the shit. She the shit. Let her break. Yo, come on. I was a Chris Cross fan. When they started Listen, putting the bread on their shit, Jermaine I was Dupree, like, who was that nigga? Jermaine Dupree brought us some motherfucking talent. If it was one thing he did, we got some talent in the 90s because I was a baby. He was like, he was 15 when he was bringing us well, he was 19. Remember he was down, the feet come out at night. He was in that motherfucking video like, ah. I'm like, wait, is that Jermaine Dupri? I kept rewinding that shit. This one DVR was popping, but they would play a, old videos. I just saw a picture I never seen of him last week with him DJing, and he had the cut with the, the gum. And most of them that. DJs, like Irv, was, Irv Gotti was a DJ. I enjoyed that well, Murder Ain't documentary. Hip-hop, see, it started out as a culture. People think it evolved into a culture. No, that shit is you us. Know, it's five, the people. There's five to six fundamentals of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And most... Young people that grew up in hip hop tried three to five of them. Mm. So you get a dude that's like, I was a b boy. I used to dance. I used to tag, and I used to DJ. Yeah, you like I used to MC. I used to graffiti. I used to, you know what I mean? Like I used they, to sell dope. I used to break dance and I used to rap. Like, no, but like, all of them, <laughs> yeah. all of them. When you talk to the DJs, especially your your father's friends, mm. a couple of them niggas was rappers. To, you know what I'm saying? I know, but that's like, not okay. So that's what made me know that I could rap. So I literally the first hip hop song that I knew that job, I could recite we was, was Hip Hop Array. That's hilarious. By that's Naughty good. by Nature. So, but my, that makes sense. My dad is a big like he's big on like East Coast rap. Like my dad supported his. Okay, mm-hmm. so he supported East Coast rap like for real. So when Beans was popping, my dad was playing. And it was snapping, okay? Mm-hmm. We listened to fucking Jadakiss. Free Jadakiss and Beans beef, that little mixtape yeah. that came out that year. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. My, my motherfucking college. dad played that shit the fuck out, okay? I knew that shit. I was like seven. Why do I know this? Shout out, <laughs> shout out to DJ Ray. Beans was like, Beans kept going though. When the beat was fading away, Beans was like, no, fuck it. I don't want to stop. And he danced to the gunner's cop. Gun cop. He kept going. I was like, oh my God, I this is amazing. Said, I felt, <laughs> it was amazing to me. I no, knew, I the, knew. I fell in love with it. Like, you know how people ask you, when did you fall in love with hip hop? Because this year, hip hop turned 50 years old. So that was your year? No, I've been fell in love with hip hop like since way back when. Like, like, you know what's one of my favorite songs? I'm listening. 
Life's a bitch when you high. That's why you get high, but you never know when you gonna go. You talking about the song when AZ first drowned us? AZ said the first time you drowned us. This is the actual. He said realizing the realism of life and actuality. Fuck who's the baddest? A person's status depends on salary and my mentality is money orientated. I'm destined to live the dream for all my peeps who never made it. Cause yeah, we were beginners in the hood as five percenters, but something must have got in us. Cause all of us turned to so resting in pieces of other such as myself and trying to care. Carry on tradition. Keeping this effervescent seat, we got a Western society because it provides us with the type of insight that got us, even though we, we know somehow we, we all gotta, gotta go. go. But as long as we leave and thieving, we'll be leaving. So, some plenty dope so. This other day we expire and turn to vapors. Me and my capers will be some weird stacking plenty papers, keeping it real pack and still getting high. Because life's, life's a, a bitch and then you die. How do you Bro. start the song like that? These niggas was 19, 20 years old. First they of all, babies. it was amazing to me. But that is what made me fall in love with hip hop. You know, I'm one of five niggas that can my recite that dad up. Dad <laughs> played that shit. My dad was big on like Biggie, The Firm, Foxy. So that's where Pretty Brown Skin Papa come from. If a lot of people don't know, I'm a huge Foxy Brown fan. I love Foxy Brown. And um, Foxy Yo, Brown made me feel Foxy like, oh, turned, you can be pretty, you can be chocolate, yes. and you can be yes. popping. And that's where Pretty Brown yes. Skin Poppin' came from. When I was in high school, I always thought she was the shit. She was the shit to me. She was a pretty chocolate girl. She had like, Nicki Minaj even say Foxy Brown is like, and Nicki's no, one of my favorites. Nicki Minaj is actually the reason how I started like not being shy to rap. So at school and shit, everybody knew I could sing and shit. I was part of the chorus and all that. So everybody knew that. But like when it came to like rapping, like when it came to it, when niggas jumped on the table and shit and I really used to fuck it up that confidence came from being able to be accessible to YouTube to watching somebody being developed into who they becoming cause you know there, when and that was Nicki Minaj we watched her be but there was developed time, into who she was becoming and she's yeah, absolutely. great you know what I'm grow. saying she's amazing saw her body change but um <laughs> there was Don't a time that. no but there was a time <laughs> in hip hop where like you had Roxanne's and you had um, Queen's and Queen was mm-hmm. during when videos first started coming out. But like the visuals of the female the in hip hop was a lot of red and lighter. Shout out to Moni Love, though. Then, She's a red bone. Moni. But Moni came on the track. It was red and mm. got lighter. When Foxy came out, I saw swagger. She Trinidadian. Of brown skin she Caribbean girls girl. change. Yeah. And I loved it because I recognized that you was beautiful before mm. you was the thing. Because I know light-skinned girls was a thing for a long time. Mm. A little bit before you got here. You, you came in a good time. But it was a time where... My mom where, was the shit. But just like... You brown know how they skin. Say, you know how they say light-skinned guys went out of style? Yeah. There was a time when it was all about lights. Because you had light skin Jermaine, you had dark skin Jermaine. You I got that from Bean song. Remember that? Mike go out like dark, dark skin, skin Jermaine. Jermaine. <laughs> um, shout out, shout out to my man. We was on a road trip one day and they wanted to listen to Beans. And he's a conscious brother. Uh-huh. Verse Mega. Um, very talented. And he said, he said, What's your life like? And then explained all this shit I don't want my life to be like. <laughs> <laughs> And nobody wanted to admit it, except probably me, because I'm sure I spoke to it. But he was dead right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's one thing to embrace what you went through. Yeah. But don't ask me what my life like, because I did. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's just funny, man, because when I, I hear that wish your life like, I think, I think of Meek when I hear that wish your life like. Remember when Meek did that freestyle? Mm-hmm. He said, nigga, what's your life like? Cause mine real. I swear to God, y'all, y'all know how I, I feel. feel. Stuck up in the struggle with no way out. Like, fuck job, fuck an album, fuck the slow way out. 
Like what? It'd be crazy. He spoke, he speak volume. Like I remember when I first moved to Atlanta, I was like a little lonely. He dropped Uzu Noodle Babies. He had just came home. <laughs> I don't remember when I came up. He dropped Uzu Noodles Babies. The week of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I wasn't able. I couldn't get a plane ticket. My car was there. I wasn't able to get home for Thanksgiving. It's the first Thanksgiving I had with my family, so I was kind of like sad as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. And he played. I popped that shit in my phone. Apple Music, like me, will drop this. I'm like, let me listen to this shit. And then it's ain't nobody to give me no hope. I hope my mama ain't doing no dope. I listened to that shit three times. I called my brother crying, like, did you listen to Who's the Noodles? Baby, see, like, what's wrong with you? I said, I really miss y'all. <laughs> like, I really real. miss y'all. That shit touched my heart. Because literally, growing up in Philly, if you don't feel that shit, that was literally on the us. Like, and he ended that shit like, who the fuck going babysit? If your mom at work all day, your dad's dead or in jail, who the fuck is babysitting? Your big sister that's five years older than you, watching you, her little sister that's two years younger than her, the little brother that's three four years younger than her than a little sister that's five years younger than her because that was my life. Now, you know what I'm saying? I'll give you something you could probably relate to because you Philly and Delaware. There was a time where I had to realize... And Jersey. I went to school in Jersey for like and, a school and, year. And my people celebrate Christmas. You know what I mean? We celebrate Christmas. But I had to realize that on Christmas when you call your homies, yeah, the ones around the way, you ask them what they about to do. The ones from school, because I went to private school, yeah, you ask them what they got for Christmas. Yeah. Because when you ask the ones around the way what they got for Christmas. We had no Christmas. It wasn't nothing. It wasn't no fucking Christmas. And then. It Christmas was, was the lights on and the but, heat on. But for me. And you food know, on the table. My house wide open all day. Y'all can eat all day. Y'all can play with every toy I got. You know what I mean? That was my mentality. I'm a kid. It's yeah. nothing. But like I had to really not ask them because sometimes they would be ashamed. Because mm-hmm. we're not going to. Because as kids, we felt court. as kids. Especially growing up in Philly, we felt we had to meet certain standards, but we really didn't. Because no. everybody was going home dealing with their own type and of shit. And at the shit. end of the day, we went to the Chinese store. We all split the same seven hours to figure something out. That's the fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my peoples ain't giving me $20. <laughs> my mom limit. I tell my niece all the time. I tell my niece all the time, like... I started to, I be like, yo, because I got you got to keep it real with the kids. Because if you don't keep it real with them, they going to think life is peaches and cream and that shit ain't. Balenciaga sneakers. You feel me? <laughs> so I keep shit real with my niece. Like, it was once upon a time that um, her dad and I was, like, really cool. Because my sister was boyfriend and girlfriend. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, your dad. I was like, I smoked weed with my little boyfriend at that time. I said, but your dad, that's how I learned how to roll up. I said, once I learned how to roll up, it was a fucking rap. I was getting high. <laughs> and I told her that she'd be like, dang, I don't even see you and my dad being cool. But I'd be trying to tell her her dad went through like a lot of shit. Life happens. He, I'm like, your dad went through a lot of shit in his life. And I was like, you know, like, I love your dad. That's always going to be like my brother. But, you know, we grow up. I'm like, but don't think everybody hate each other. But he went through a lot of shit in his life. Like, I'm talking about, like, he lost his brother when we was young. His brother was like my brother, too. There was a loss for all of us. But that was his brother. You see, like, you know what I'm saying? empathy is what makes you a special person. Really? Because even when you talk about, from the beginning of the conversation, you talk about, you know, I was rough. I was, I'd tear up. I'd do this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Then I said, I like the sweet you. And you understood exactly what the sweet you was, where it came from. And I made a joke about that was the original you, whatever have you. Yeah. But then even now, speaking to this gentleman with, I don't know what his situation is with 
the, the mother of his child. Right. The first thing that you said was he's been through a lot. Yeah. I had to let her know I did love her. And because it's like we don't nobody tell us that, but we gotta he does. Prioritize that. We do. Yes. He does love her. She spent this weekend with them. You know what I'm saying? Because she in Georgia now. Like I was telling you. And she just was like, I had so much fun with my dad and my young, like, and her little brother and little sister. And I wanted that for her. It's more like Because I want you to know that your dad loves you, but he was young. Like, my brother, my sister and her dad were young mm -hmm. when they had my niece. You know what I'm saying? We were still kids for real. So it's like, that has to be instilled in us. Because no for a long time, I felt like my dad ain't love me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn. But then it's like, damn, nigga, you only 20 years older than me. Like, you was figuring yourself out. But when you figuring life out. young, you don't have stability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, my pop pop was decent though. I used to go horseback riding. I'm a bougie hood bitch. You feel like, me? I'm a bougie you, ass hood this bitch. This is what's funny about talking to you. Like I'm a um like my parents had time sharing Aruba when I was a kid. You went to Aruba? I've been to Aruba a few times. Beautiful, few right? Times. I Aruba. never been, but when my mom and my stepdad go. I get I, hella pictures and they I want me to couple, go with them. Yeah. And I'm going to take off work one day so I can take that time to go with them. You know what I'm saying? Life Let life me know what here. they recommend because I plan to go back and I'll let you know what I recommend from. I Beth. haven't been there in a while, but okay. there's a couple spots that are still the same. We can I make it happen, happen. But I remember I met a girl from um, the Bronx when I was out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying y'all direct because she was light-skinned because I was in the light-skinned <laughs> phase. I was a kid. And... Um, her family was from the Bronx, and her brother was older. He was cool, and it was a lot of them. It was like four or five of them. Mm -hmm. And one day, we was all at the pool, and they was like, we got to go because we got to um, get dressed. We about to go horseback riding. You and horseback riding? No, they didn't invite me. Um, but my thing was like, y'all black from New York City, like the middle of the city, and y'all ride horses? I couldn't believe my pop -pop that is bougie shit. as fuck. Okay, that my shit is like amazing. The country people say theater, we say theater, but my pop pop had a motherfucking theater. Okay, we watch, <laughs> we watch my pop pop straight out of Mississippi. Okay, so he's God. still country. I love my That's grand. Funny, I, it's like even though you're not close to people, you just and it is, if it wasn't we all for them come from the country. Yeah, but, but if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be here. So we got a, not a choice but to love them. Like, but I would have you know? probably loved growing up riding horses. But at but that I mean, point, I went horseback around a few times. But I still lived in Brookyard, back to back. I still was in the hood. I no, still went to the projects at the end make, of the day. I don't want you to feel guilty. I think that is <laughs> yeah. dope because, like I said, I had yeah, to go from the projects to horseback riding. My mom loved it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you don't realize, like I was talking to my aunt one time my mom little sister and she was like how your granddad doing like she the reason what made me reach out to him because i haven't talked to him in like years so i'm like you know what let me reach out to my granddad because i talk to like my grandmoms you know mm -hmm. let me reach out to my granddad and see what's up like my mom did that's my papa he like he crazy but <laughs> my papa, but my dad's dad that's the one at horseback riding and shit he was in the army and shit but my brother spent a lot of time with him mm -hmm. so he know him and know his story because you know you gotta share your story who else you finna share with so he talking to my brother like just tell him and then me and my story, brother our story is always all oratory i was like oh <laughs> i'm just making sure you are right. you look at me like bitch you better not fall. I was, listen i'd have been doing this a while i didn't see quite a few people fall out of jail. i ain't gonna fall i keep the classy I'm like, uh, I'm cracking up. When I said that, I just thought about the Chappelle show when the girl was like, I keep surreal. Remember when she kept doing all the extra shit? Mm -hmm. Cause saying she keep it real. Keep it real, yeah. 
That's one of my favorite episodes. It's funny as shit. Shout out to Dave Chappelle, though. But, like, no, so my, my granddad, like, he, I guess he, you know, he took us, like, places when we was younger. It's places mm-hmm. I remember because it was good memories. And I try to remember the good shit over the bad shit. I've been going to funerals since I was, like, 10. So I just, you know what I'm saying? That's growing up in Philly. It ain't new to me. It ain't new to you. This our life, which it shouldn't be. It's traumatic as fuck. Yeah. A lot <laughs> but, of my life has been dictated by death, and that's sad, but... Mm-hmm. We good. It's crazy, like, you know, but I literally, like, try to cherish those things. Like, in Atlanta, I ain't want to live downtown. Downtown is like living in Philly to me. So I live, like, in a nice, quiet, suburban area. How long it take you to get downtown? Because um, that doesn't give up where you at. That could be 18 like 18 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like 18 minutes from downtown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, That's actually kind of perfect to me. I'm in like a and I grew up in my area, so 20 area. minutes to get downtown sounds great to me. Right. Because <laughs> you ain't do an XH stop to the motherfucking sub and boop, you on the sub. A lot of bang, a lot of bang. I right on 76. I'm spoiled. All my homies had cars since I was a kid. Really? Yeah. I know I, I get the fuck around the city. I'm a, listen, me and my motherfucking sister... We the fuck was outside, me and my sisters. We used to be outside, like knew the whole, knew the whole fucking Philadelphia. That's I'm what I was about, about to like, say. Y'all safe everywhere with fifty of y'all. Well, it is. It did used to be up. It did <laughs> used to be a lot of us, like you know. I mean, but y'all don't even all have to go, y'all. But know we everybody. cool. We cool people though. Somebody you know, knows somebody exactly, that knows somebody. and that's exactly how the fuck it was. Somebody always knew somebody who knew somebody. Like when I started popping on the rap shit in the Philly scene. It's like, oh, that's such and such cousin. Oh, yeah, that's such and such. Like, my uncle was like, I had to tell niggas you was my niece and they didn't believe me. They didn't believe my uncle was my uncle and shit. My mom, little brother, he probably like your age and shit. <laughs> so, like, he like my brother, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But he my uncle. Shout out to my uncle, Reem. I love you, aunt. Like, I really love my uncle, though. But he was like, yeah, I had to tell niggas, like, that's my niece. He like, niggas, like, that ain't your niece. He like, I had to pull up old pics, like, this is my motherfucking niece. <laughs> my uncle used to go to Rose. I used to go to Whittier. He used to walk us to school and walk us the fuck home, okay? I know that's, that's my about. fucking uncle. So this for the record. That's my uncle. That's like so what don't I was play saying with my about uncle. Um, my mom. My mom and her sister, my aunt, Laura, they yeah. went to the same school in high school. And they, some girls ain't like them or was talking about doing something to them, whatever have you. My uncle caught wind of it, went to their class and told their teacher, they going home. And they like, what? Go home. That was me and my sister. Little Go home. and rumbling. Go home. Then there was my mom and then there was my mom, mom. Like, you hear stories and you be like, oh, y'all be trying to make it seem like motherfuckers crazy. We get it from you. But mind you, coming up, if your sister would have pulled you out of class, your mom would have been mad. But back in them days, they was doing all that shit. Nah, my mom would have been mad, but she wouldn't have been mad. See, my mom would have been pissed because my mom would have... I don't know. My mom is weird because with my mom... <laughs> it be depending on the situation. Yeah, because I'm going to keep it G. With my mom, she always just wanted to know why. Like, like don't be out here wilding over dumb shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? As long as I could explain learning what, it. what to react to. Remember I said that earlier in our conversation? It's learning what to respond to, what to give a reaction to. Because if we continue to allow people to let us get out of our character, they have complete control over us. But I don't like, I think out of your character is an excuse. Because ultimately, it's a part of your character. Oh yeah, it is. I be telling bitch. I tell character. motherfuckers all the time. Don't like, be letting me get this bitch out. You. Yeah, don't let me dig this bitch the fuck the out. Cause I try is, to leave it in the closet. 
and now, unless <laughs> we're saying the character that we're playing as in we're in a role, but yeah. outside of that, it's still a part of your character as far as your makeup. Yeah. Like, you still have that side of, I will hurt you before you hurt me. And how that's represented might be different nowadays, but I still have my limits. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But that should be human because I had an overhead that told me a long time ago, every man deserves his four feet the circumference. If I don't want you within them four feet, I have right People have to learn to respect people boundaries. Exactly. People do not respect boundaries. I hate that. I hate explaining myself to a grown ass man about my motherfucking boundaries and I already motherfucking said it. Now I've never just tried like, that with the women because I walked through a club and got groped so many times I thought I was a fucking porn star. I'm not lying. Like, it was weird. Like, I was there 15 minutes. Like, this is the best night ever or the worst night. What is going on? I, you can't even see who grabbing your shit. He got on shit. sweatpants. Can't even see. I probably did. But you can't even <laughs> see who grabbing your shit. And it's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But it's not comfortable. Like, I got hair. I don't like everybody walking up and grabbing my hair. And I feel that 100%. That's a I'm, thing. Okay, so I come from a fucking great-grandmother that's mulatto. But they told her she was Indian. But I'm like, this bitch is not Indian. What are y'all talking about? Definitely yeah. don't look Indian to me. Yeah, but I didn't start to see that when I was older. But, I mean, like, both of my grandmoms, great-grandmothers are mulatto. So, we all got a little whiteness. All of us come from a little rape baby or yeah. something. You feel me? My grandma just but, explained um, something to me recently. I just spray water. And mm-hmm. everybody think I be lying, but I'm dead serious. Like... I just spray water and add a little little gel and I slick her back. Yeah. People think I'll be lying, but I'm like, no, like that's all I do. But that comes from the history of what's in our DNA. I but hate it. Don't just the walk story up behind it. my hair. I don't like when people touch my hair because they be like, and you then, a black girl with good hair. And they be like, no, I just got my hair. And I feel like dudes are more bold. Like the guy that grabs your hand and your ass, he kind of wants you to know he did it. The girls that grab your hair play games. When you a guy, yeah, exactly. they'll like pull grab your, your hair. It's like grabbing a beard, like baby, or, or like turn around and start talking to a group of niggas. Maybe their girlfriends is over there too, but like y'all talking, like so now I'm looking around and you did this shit, and now these niggas looking at me weird. Like what just happened to like, me? Like what's going on? All I wanted was some wings and a beverage. What just happened to me? I was harassed. <laughs> it's weird, and I mean, no harassment goes too, because some females don't be thinking they're harassing men, but you are. But you gotta realize that. You're you're uncomfortable about people in your space for a certain reason. Yeah. Similar to me being uncomfortable in my space for a certain reason. Right. They might not be the same reasons. But respect the boundaries. But I come from being paranoid and having to be on my toes. When somebody gets close enough to go, yoink, I'm slipping. What just happened? Like, <laughs> bells start going off. Not you see what I'm saying? Like, you know, because that's basically, it's not, they didn't stab you. They didn't punch yeah. you. It's like a thing that's just like, you too close to me to be able to touch you. with me not that fact. I'm not aware of? And that's a fact. And you could be bad and I'd have told you, yo, just tap me on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Ask me. You see what I'm saying? The same thing that you would have told me. Right. It's a respect thing. Mm-hmm. Some people don't, like I said, respecting boundaries. People don't know boundaries what it should be like. I hate repeating myself. Like, I'm not a motherfucking broken record. So I start repeating myself. It's just be to leave me the fuck alone. I'm tired of begging motherfuckers to leave me alone. Like, I'm like, can you just please leave me alone? I like, study a lot of bosses in different you. formations. I don't like having the same conversation twice. And I don't, Hello. I don't After understand all, if I'm not expect- even opening the message. I'm like, fuck out of here. And don't expect me to say it the same way every time. Right. 
Because after because a while, I was going to start being real. cool way. Mm-hmm. The next time is going to be in a dumb I'm down. I'm fucking spearing you. Way. I'm spearing you right now. The third Stop time fucking I'm... antagonizing me. Stop playing. Stop. Because at some point, it's like, well, I'm growing, you growing, you playing with me. Right. And people will do that to get a reaction. You know what I'm saying? When you don't give people a reaction, then they piss the fuck off. My, my Go strategy, blow that fucking steam, bitch. My strategy is to give you the reaction that you don't expect. Exactly. Because I'm, like, when I say, <laughs> when I told you I used to be reckless, mm-hmm. I used to be just, you know what I'm saying? But with great minds come a lot of crafty. It does. I just feel like, you know, we, we start to look at shit like and be like, huh? Nah, because I feel like I used to get on live like a whole fucking lot. I used to feel like I had to explain myself if somebody said mm. something about me. Like, then I got to the point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, if you think what you think, you got your perception made up. Guess the fuck what? Take that shit and fucking strut with it because I don't give a fuck. And I give you something else that adds on to that. The world is watching, right? To a certain extent. You never right. know who's on your page, who sees the show, who whatever you do, right? Right. People are looking at where people want to dedicate. They're looking at the numbers, but they're also looking at where you're devoting your energy to. Fact. So if your energy is dedicated to things that are negative or that are, 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 are to clean clean up things that really that conversation doesn't really clean up, mm-hmm. then why would I want to be in business with you? Because that takes away so much more. Because if I go into business with you, it adds on to what you got going on. Right. And it takes a lot. It takes your energy much, is over there. Right. It takes a lot to respond and react to that negative shit. When you can really put that in some You got to even get your hair right to do shit. the shit because they can't Hello. give you no backlash after you do it about how you look while you was doing it. Hello. Exactly. That shit is working. People don't understand it. That's I like just, women you know, that are private investigators. Like, yo, you should get paid for that shit. They pay 100000 and better for that kind of work you put in, sweetheart. You solving everybody's bodies. You just figured out three of your girlfriends <laughs> cheating yeah. husbands. That's crazy. But you see, like, I feel like, like, why, why get into that and go into that with people? Why get into that and go into the negative aspect when you can just be bringing something more of like meaningful and you know what I'm saying, productive. positive and productive. I hate negative energy. Work towards something. I do not like negative shit. If I feel like you're negative, I cannot fuck with you. Like I'll be like, and I let motherfuckers know, like. I don't sugarcoat shit for nobody. It's black or it's white. I don't do no fucking in-between gray <laughs> shit. I keep that shit a bean. I be like, listen. And and what you I've just also learned... You when you said that. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely try to like... I be respectful. Sometimes I used to talk at people. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's coming from... From the fucking streets. Sometimes that's how you get to a motherfucker. To a certain like you got talked... To a certain extent, you feel like you're not being ever being listened to. It's too much going Listen, on. Listen, I used to be the only little female, little skinny and shit in the studio full of fucking niggas that's hounds and everybody want to hog the mic. <laughs> I got a homegirl like you. Everybody want to hog the mic. So now I'm like, nigga, you hyping shit, you joking shit. Nigga. No, that's how Nat used to be, <laughs> You know yo. what I'm saying? Like, you be like, damn. So that's what makes you a way. Also, like, it's, it's a way to learn how to be gentle, too. Like, you know, to a motherfucker that that's their language of how they want you to handle them. But you ever talk to somebody that just came home 
And they say, you know what I'm saying? You understand? <laughs> they you keep touching you. Every I don't five like words. Keep touching every me. five words. All it make me think is, so nobody listens to each other in this? I hate when you keep touching me. Why you keep... I be like, stop. I'm listening. I'm with stop you. Stop touching me. You feel me? You feel me? No, I'm with you. Let's go. Say, the, like say two sentences first. Mm-hmm. Like, and it'd be like, because you grow up, you you, you, you get used to... I don't want to say grow up because we talk about two different situations. Yeah. But you get used to environments where you have to fight to be heard. And then you go to places that are way more relaxed. Right. And they could be cities or they could be Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And not that Atlanta is a city, but it's a country city. But they could be either one, but it's like, they're not on it like we on it. And when that can be an Phoenix, advantage or that can be a disadvantage yeah. because I could trick myself out the situation Fact. being on my Philly shit. Right. When I went out Phoenix, like exactly what you're describing... It's literally like it slowed me down. It was like 2016. And um, one thing about me, I'm going to take the opportunity to travel. Like, if it's this, especially if it's fucking making money, I'm hopping on that shit. I'm like, I'm outside. You feel me? Experience and the check. Exactly. Experience and the check. So I definitely like with all the experiences that I've endured, I'm grateful to have been around different cultures. Like going to Imani Charter. We went to school with a lot of Africans that mm-hmm. came from Africa. So if you weren't ignorant, I wasn't ignorant. I didn't grow up in a household. Like, my name is Nisa Akia Jamila. I grew up around motherfuckers. But you Muslim was confident in you. You came up from yeah, a tribe. so I was interested. Right, you know you're what from I'm a saying? tribe. Facts. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. I don't know which tribe, but definitely from one. Because it's you, them. You, shit, you got a tribe in Germantown. You right. You see my what I'm family. saying? Like, what are we talking about? My family How deep. many people do Germantown it take North, to make a The whole North Philly, Germantown area. Like, it's, just, it's literally like, yo, speaking of family, this is some real shit that happened in my life. Fourth grade, Imani Charter School. It's a boy named Joel in my class, right? Okay. So he got my same last name. So in my eyes, like, at that age, I'm like, if your last name is my last name, like, the fuck? We family, like, you know what I'm saying? Because my dad's side of the family is, like, fairly small, and they're from Mississippi. Remember, I told you that. Mm-hmm. So, most in Mississippi, most in Chattanooga, Tennessee, like, they get the fuck out. It's a lot. We got so, a French last name? No, Irish. All right. Why y'all always trying to say that I'm... Creole? Yeah, y'all do. You and um, on I the other joint, y'all said that. Did no, I, y'all said, said that in the other joint. Y'all was like, what is you? And I was like, what y'all mean with him? I? When, I, when we had another interview. Yeah. <laughs> you were grabbing Sunday. That's funny, though. <laughs> you were grabbing that Sunday. All right, I'm so that remains up. true. Yeah, I'm cranking up. Because it might be. You never know. I ain't going to find it. That's Irish. Brady. Brady's my, my last name. Oh, because so, you didn't say it earlier. I didn't want to make I didn't. Say so now. my cousin, he, um, he was in my class. But I didn't really... You, we was cool. I was always cool with everybody. That was my personality. So that's still my personality. Like, I'm just a bubbly person. I just, I love people. I'm a person. I'm big on energy. But if your energy ain't right, I don't fuck with you. But if your How energy y'all find right, out I fuck with cousins, you. Though? Going to his pop pop's funeral. His pop pop and my pop pop is brothers. Oh, shit. Y'all close. Deep family. shit. Right. So from that moment, we've always kept in touch. Like, you know what that's I'm saying? Dope. Shout out to my cousin. Shout out to Jay. You know, it's just it's just crazy because it's like it's crazy how life works when you find family, but I also feel like we gotta be careful on what we invite into our lives. That's different with Jay because we was in fourth grade and we've built, you know, a relationship and shit since then and we keep in contact with each other. 
Um, we were supposed to link up yesterday, but some things had occurred where we couldn't. But I was going to meet his kids and all. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my dog. We we was in school together, so we, we got our own bond. You know what I'm saying? His dad and my dad are first cousins. Right. His pop-pop and my pop-pop were brothers. Like his his brothers, pop-pop right. passed away when we were young. You know what I'm saying? So it's just different, but it was crazy because I always used to say he was my cousin because of our last name. But then Wind up being true. he really was my fucking, like, Bloodline, but, same DNA, cousin. But there's so many life lessons in that. Like, just how you treat people. Like, you yeah. was already treating him like family, and he became family. And like you said before, that we all connected at some point or some other. Like, they come from my mom. It, dope, dope. They comes from my mom. My mom is like, how she stores stuff in us, how she raised us. Like, literally, I remember one time my mom said she seen my brother on the bus. And he got up for an old lady. But mm-hmm. she didn't know if he was going to do it or not. She mm-hmm. said she just sat and watched. Watch, yep. I know them stories. And then she said, like, he did it. And then they got off the bus at the same time. And my brother was like, oh, mom, I ain't even see you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's like years ago. And she like, yeah, I was on there or whatever. And she was like, that's when I knew I raised my son right. Right. Like, you know? It's what they do in the absence of you. Because mm-hmm. we all know how to play a role. Facts. And I mean, you're a female, so you know that better than anyway. Yeah, your homegirls. I hate ignorant niggas. Your homegirls' fathers have no idea. Yeah, I hate ignorant niggas. She's like, a if you rude and stuff, I'd be like, oh my god, like ill. But I definitely go toe to toe with a nigga sometimes. Not all the time. Just be careful. It'd be like that. Because things are strange right now, and I don't need all the German. See now, I be in the fucking house. Atlanta I don't even to do that. Some shit. <laughs> I be in the house in my peaceful. Zone, like you know what I'm saying. I created my own sense of peace and my sacred space, my sanity. You so know what I'm saying. We running short on time. Okay. What do you have coming up or out that people need to be aware of and tap into? Because I'm sure at this point they love you and now they want to see. <laughs> if they haven't heard anything, they like, well, shit. What? Where's the shit? Right, damn, I've been for a little while. But I listen, mean, yeah, okay, so I got my my single PBSP flow that's popping right now. Make mm-hmm. sure y'all go and stream that. It's on all platforms. I got my show PBSP popping my time. It's a reality show. Real raw shit, like real raw shit about my life, about the grind, about And you the might to be there, actually. Now yeah. let's talk about that, because we still got some time before that happens. With the, sh- uh, the performance. Yeah. So I'm going to be having a show. Um, It's definitely going to be in Atlanta. Shout out to Mighty Good, Goody Visions. Um, we putting this together. It's going to be an actual showcase. It's going to be like the evolution of my career. Like, Nisa Philly into, you know, currently, now. And I'm going to be doing it with my new single that is called Big Dog. And it's going to be it's gonna be lit. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I'm pulling up God willing. Nisa's going to... I'm a, I might even pay for it. We're going to get two extra tickets. <laughs> Subscribe, like, share, comment. Subscribe, like, share, comment. Sipping with Sammy. Make sure y'all go to my page, too. You see what I'm Subscribe saying? Even to me. if you want of hers. I'm not biased. You could be one it. of her people. I, I, we, we give you them tickets. I can't get you there. But if you want to be there, then maybe we can get you in the building and make sure that you ain't wasting your time traveling. How about that? Period. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Anything else? Um... Lit. Sammy got me lit, y'all. You're doing That's a great job, it. by the way. I held it together. Yeah, he was good. You was That's good. lit. But, but make sure y'all go stream PBSP Flow. Go get them numbers up for me, you know. Instagram. Fuck with me. Instagram at Nisa PBSP. N-E-E-S-A PBSP. Pretty Brown Skin Poppin'. My name is Nisa, not Nessa. Okay? Who do they reach out to if they want to book you? So if they want to reach out to if y'all want to book me, send an email to book. B-O-O-K 
N-E-E-S-A-P-H-I-L-L-Y at gmail.com. So that's booknisaphilly at gmail.com. And we respond within 24 to 48 business hours. See, that's how real I am. I know Nisa the type that you got to hit up the particular situation <laughs> for her situation. That's a whole Bad. other situation. Yeah. But no, I appreciate you. Thank I had a you great for having time me, with bro. you. This I'm is... glad that you hit me while you was in town. Yeah. Thank you. I met you up again next time I'm in town. We got to do more of this. We only we got halfway through this. We going to try and cram this next time so we can yeah, get Yeah, let's have some fun, lit, man. Whatever. You know? I might even build a panel and we'll get into some crazy shit. Like, let's Why have, the fuck let's, not? Let's learn together. Because this time we got into some like little real shit. I felt I was a little vulnerable. But it's cool. No, I People get to know you. Tap into that, you. Like I said, I don't want this to be the interviews you already did. Everybody yeah. already put a camera. Now this was some real shit. I like it. It's like, like I said, having a conversation with a long lost cousin. I appreciate Period. that. Period. How we be on live already? Make sure y'all tap in. I ain't been on right. live in a minute, but you know what? I'm gonna go live in. soon, and I'm gonna pull her up and tap in with me because she always taps in, and we always have a great Sex. time. I gotta start tapping back in. She not one of them. She keep it jeezy. <laughs> but um. You are appreciated. Um, Thank you for having me. I absolutely. Appreciate never it. a problem whenever. If you got something coming, let me know. Let me be a part of your rollout. I still you got the concert know. series. I want you to touch the stage on the concert series. Bet we can We, we might can even clean do it, it in Atlanta one time. You can let bring, me know so you I can bring a few artists. I'll bring a few artists. We can I got make it you. happen together. For sure. All right. Sipping with Sammy, y'all. Yeah, this is Sipping with Sammy. I am Sipping with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't Sipping with Sammy, you ain't Sipping right. Please get your fucking life together. And if yeah. you ain't fucking with Nisa, man, get it done. Get it the fuck done, man. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I need you to sign the board behind okay. you. <laughs> it's the king of hooks, baby. Sam along with us, Corey. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Smoothest ever seen, melody could be felony, what you telling me? What? Learn to play from Bill Bellamy, Peter Guns, uh-huh. someone else, uh-huh. I'm something else, yeah. something different, that's what she sniffing, yeah. call Malone shit, different from pimping, yeah. seen was basic till I slipped in, trapping, loaded, clipping, saying on niggas, bitches, I call niggas, bitches, like bitch, handle business, first boy, yeah, like incense, twist three, dismiss, that's Malone's mistress, music business, I'm trafficking, what was mastered in, led through a path to sin, yeah. walls crashing. In. Cashing in, couldn't figure out what was happening But trapped again, backfire from trapping in Shit, ironic as hell, my pocket's loud in the cell I'm waiting on Tiny to post bell Legit, switch back, yeah. loud pack, six pack, VA, Hartley, switch that, ready to flip, man.